Namaste, my friends. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. The Harmony Inspired Health Podcast brings you raw and real conversations from leaders in the industry about all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, and life. My name is Harmony, and I am your podcast host. I am an Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner who specializes in women's hormonal health, a registered nurse, and a business mentor. I'm on a mission to inspire, educate, and empower women to take charge of their health, wealth, and life. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near. Thank you so much from my soul to yours. Before we hop into this awesome episode, I want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by my accredited program, Ayurveda Alchemist, which will certify you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach. Ayurveda Alchemist is for women who are ready to get started with a fulfilling career in Ayurveda or for already established health, wellness, and life coaches who want to create greater impact by offering a holistic framework that gets their clients exceptional and holistic results. This certification is what you need to step into the high-level practitioner that you were born to be and stand out from the coaching crowd. You will experience undeniable growth as a premium health and wellness coach. You will be mentored by highly qualified facilitators, guest experts, and practitioners. Spots are strictly limited. So if you are ready to up-level your life and help transform others' lives by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, then head over to harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This is Harmony, your podcast host. Today, we're going to be talking all about money, mindset, and manifestation. I have the amazing Sathori Smitham here with us today. She is a life designer and manifestation specialist, helping women who are feeling lost or overwhelmed turn their lives around and create the life that they have always dreamt of. She doesn't believe that we as women should just pause our dreams when we become a mother or stop growing as a person. Sahori is a mother of two. She's originally from Japan, but now calls Australia home. So welcome to the podcast, Sahori. Thank you. I love that intro. Make me cry. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's so cool. <laughs> Well, I'm really happy to have you. And this is such an awesome topic. Like money mindset is huge. And I'm always talking to my clients about it and my um, students in Ayurveda Alchemist program. We do a lot of um, business modules and modules around money mindset. It's so important. And also manifestation. And I think there's a lot of um, misconceptions about manifestation and what it is and how it actually works. So I would love to get into all of that with you. But before we get started, I always kick off with my rapid inspiration questions, just so that our listeners can get a little feel for who you are. So could you please inspire us with what your superpower is? So my superpower is um, 
igniting people's um, inner purpose, inner talent. We all have this, and my superpower is just kind of getting in there and it's just bringing up to the surface. Then also help them to release all the doubt and all the inner bully to get rid of that and they start to really, really living into the alignment with their own life. So that's my superpower. Beautiful. And what's your favorite quote or mantra at the moment? Oh, there's a heaps, but the, at the moment, I my practice at the moment is I am always guided to the right path. So that's my quote at the moment to trust this process. I love that. And who or what is inspiring you at the moment? Okay, um, at the moment is um, it's a, this lady, the Japanese lady I just found it through the YouTube. So. Yeah, it's her name is Junko, but she is uh, teaching us the vibration. So at the moment, it is really inspire me to uh, learning deeper about the vibration, or we often call energy or vibe. So we can attract more, we can be healthier more, actually physically healthier more too. So I am really geeking onto that at the moment. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, to kick off the actual episode, I would love to start with knowing a little bit more about you, Sahori, and what brought you all the way to Australia from Japan. <laughs> yes, so uh, when I was 23, so I am actually more than half of my age is here. <laughs> and um, initially I came here for just purely wanted to speak English because I wanted to work with a particular company needed to speak English. So I was going to come here just for one year. And I had a boyfriend that time. So I wanted to go back and marry him and all that. I planned all that, <laughs> but never worked out. And somehow I kind of stuck in here really naturally. So I never planned to live here. I never even dreamt to living in a different country. Having said that, I'm not necessarily like Japanese culture or Japanese way of living and I never like that, but I never plan it. So almost like I get guided to be here, guided to be where I am. I think that's how uh, it's really natural progress. Mm, Australia was just calling you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's been home for a while for you then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 24 years, I think. Wow, yeah. I, yeah, I 25. Wow. <laughs> I You're remember, old. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually in Japan just before the whole breakout of COVID. So I think I was in there. I was there around January, just before it all happened. So wow. my very last overseas holiday was actually Japan. Japan. Was amazing. Went snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. It was really awesome. So when and how did you start helping women with your lives? How did you get into the business that you're in? Would you like to explain a little bit about, you know, um, what a life designer and manifestation specialist actually does and how that came to be? Yeah. Um, so initially I, about my, my kids was two. So I have, to, I have two kids and the younger one was two years old. I got, I think, even before that, I think the first child I have postnatal depression, but that time 
I didn't really recognize that or didn't even, I was just too busy, right? <laughs> just too busy to think about. I just want to have a sleep. So, you know, I'm blaming for, oh, maybe because this is a new mom thing. Maybe this is just a lack of sleep. So I didn't even look in deep. Then I had a child straight away. But second child was really badly depressed. And I was literally crying every single day. I didn't want to get up. I want to just stuck in a corner of the room and it just hide. But I, we can't, can we? Because if we have two years old and a baby, we got to get up. <laughs> and I get up. And um, I remember that the day kids was so happy playing on a trampoline. They have no health issue or anything. And they are good kids. But I really felt how unhappy I was. Then that moment I realized, oh my God, <laughs> that moment I realized I was so depressed. Then my friends, she's, um, uh, she's a life coach. And she crossed over to say, what's wrong? You know, what's going on? And I said, oh, I'm just really not happy. Then she told me this one sentence, said, Sahoy, you are creating this reality. Your thought is your reality. And that really harsh to hear that because that time I wanted to blame everybody and everything. But I realized, oh my God, is this my fault? <laughs> that was a kind of eye-opening for me. That moment I decided to do really geeking into looking in my brain, setting the mindset to really align. <clears throat> The more I did it, I realized, oh my God, so many women, we don't live with a dream anymore because it's just so busy. You know, we are kind of like a busy become new normal. So it's a bit living with busy is okay, become okay. And they stop dreaming. And most of my clients said is, I don't even know what I want in my life. That's really sad. And then we, showing that to our children and our children is going to be inspired too because all the other adults living in a day-to-day -day survival mode not creation mode so all that kids are going to become in uninspired too and that's really made me sad so that's why I decided to do okay I'm going to teach this one to people this is a completely new way of living for people so I'm going to teach that. So that's how I decided to create a course, create a program. So I'm going to talk more. I think that I'm going to probably coming up later on, but I think it just initially we have to break the habit of the old way of living to new way of living. So I want to be the supporter and a cheerleader to break the habit and started creating a new life. That's how I business kind of create it amazing thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing that story with us at yeah a very um challenging tough times I totally understand mother to mother <laughs> how hard it can be when you yes and I'm sure a lot of people feel that and it's normal and and like you know yes we think of postnatal depression in those early times when you have children but there's so many times throughout the years of raising those children where you can still feel really lost and those feelings are still very valid no matter how old your children are. 
And yeah. I think it's, yeah, really important to find, you know, find within yourself and find your passions and, and what you love or something, you know, that, that lights you up so that you can still feel like yourself as well as a wonderful, amazing mother and, and yep. you know, this person, but there's, there's so much more depth to us than, than being mums and mums motherhood is one of the greatest gifts and it's one of the most challenging but most rewarding jobs out there so I'm not sort of um demising that um that being a mother but there's a lot more depth to us than just these singular identities that we line ourselves up with so yeah totally yeah and it must have been really hard for you to hear when you're in the most vulnerable space (laughs) and you're like crying and feeling depressed and someone goes you're creating this reality and you're like Okay, I was very positive to taking that thing yeah, as a hope. So it worked out. out really well because I would have been like, okay, get out of my house. <laughs> and then I would have been like thinking about it and going, yeah, you know what? It, it is it is true. Like I've, I've felt even recently, I've been under a lot of pressure. I've got so much going on. I've got, I'm studying a master's degree. I've got my own children. Wow. I'm running a business, launching a program. I've got, yeah all the things or renovating house and stuff. And I feel even myself, I've been um, having to tell myself, like, you know, you're creating, I mean, there is a lot of busyness going on for sure, but you're also creating more busyness in your own mind harmony because you're constantly stewing over things at the moment. And so I always have to come back to my roots of like that Ayurveda psychology and really settle the mind in that way. And it's really important, I think, to recognize that, that yes, you are creating your reality in some way. Your thoughts have such a great impact on how you're living out your day to day. And we can really flip that, but it can be really challenging and hard to hear that. And it can also be very challenging to do that <laughs> so, yeah absolutely yes. absolutely you need right. a lot of strength to do that yeah you do need a lot of strength so I would love to talk to you more about that and also how you bring manifestation because manifestation is I guess like a a formula of thought patterns really that help you bring to life what um you know, your greatest desires and there's many ways to do that. So I would love to know how you help women change their thought patterns and curate the life of their dreams through manifestation. And do you have a certain manifesting formula that you teach your clients? Um, my, my formula is a pretty much follow through very basic idea of the manifestation like uh, Esther Hicks talk about it Abraham Hicks like someone probably familiar that's just the law of attraction guru person she's amazing I read a book about it and I follow that formula which is you ask you put the desire out there and the universe is going to bring it to you so that's not your job, universe's job or God, whatever you call angel or guide, whatever you, doesn't really matter the name is. And if to me, I always say universe. So universe is going to bring it to you. Then you have to receive it. So that's a, just a basic principle of it. And it sound, it's a super simple, but in a, each step had a depth on, or not number two, because you're not doing that part. <laughs> number one and a number two, three, those are, first and the third step got a deeper 
deeper practice you need to do. So I'm kind of like teaching people for that depth of it. Say, for example, for the asking part, is you are we actually asking what we really want? Or are we asking something what other people want? Are we asking something society wants? We have to really connecting the like deep desire of us. Otherwise, we often say, so um, often say, all right, you, we have the cultural idea of who the mother to be. This is a mother, ideal mother, but do you really want it? You know, like you got to really ask that sort of question. And so I kind of more teaching people more depth of the each step. The formula is a still ask and universe bring in and you receive it. But depth is uh, something you need to practice on. And um, I, was, I just had something in my mind. Yeah, for the asking, yeah, for asking part, a lot of people doesn't ask what you really deeply want because you feel like you're not worthy of it. For example, let's keep in the money topic. Money topic, yeah, yeah, I want to have more money, but when you say I want to more money, you feel greedy. You know, how could it be ask more money if someone's struggling for money? All those thoughts popping in, so they you play small. So that depth of it, like I teach people. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, 100%. And that's something that I also teach in my Ayurveda Alchemist program and to my clients on my Thrive clients, even if they're coming to see me for hormonal health or gut health, whatever that may be in my Thrive program, there's a session in there if they wish to go deep into limiting core beliefs because a lot of those core beliefs um, can get in the way of healing, like your physical health, yep. your health. But also, when we're talking about money manifestation, those you have to work on those limiting core beliefs before you can call in and bring in more money, because you have to be living in this this place of a higher vibration to be able to attract that to you. If you've got the yes, I want, I want more money, but I'm feeling guilty. I'm not feeling worthy. Like you're almost repelling that because that's yeah. not. The vibration you're on and we think of money as like you know some people might have a, a poor outlook on money like it, it can cause fighting it can cause greed or it can cause all of these things but money is just an object but it has its own vibrational frequency and at the moment in our day and time we just use that as an exchange for a service or product and people put so much power onto onto money and yes it does have you know, its own certain power, like you can buy beautiful things, the more you have, but at the end of the day, it's just an energy exchange. So I think that um, sometimes we, we need to really look at it for, for what it is, even in the, you know, the olden days, the before money was even a thing, people were still maybe exchanging a goat for, you know, a few pumpkins. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but they yeah. were exchanging yeah, yeah. things. It's totally. just that energetic exchange. And that's yeah. what it's like when we're trying to manifest things into our life. We have to be at that same energetic point with what we're trying to draw in. And if we're talking about money, we need to get on that, that higher good vibration of what money is. Like money in the right hands um, can be a wonderful, beautiful tool. Absolutely. It can have a really high vibration. I mean, money has helped people through really hard times. It has built housing for people that don't have houses. It has, you know, fed people who don't have 
have food. It has done a lot of amazing things. It has set up families, you know, having these wonderful adventures together. So it has a beautiful high vibration. And if you can feel that, and if you can see that, and if you can feel that you can be part of that, then when you're calling that in, you will be on more of that level. But if you have those underlining core beliefs of, oh, you know, money's money's bad or I don't deserve it, then yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. So So you can even practice like for, I like that to sometimes practice myself is that just think as energy. So you started using what you have a lot of it. Maybe could be time. You have a lot of time in your head. Maybe you have a lot of love in your hands. So you just corroborating with that and it just think as that's as money as well. So that energy will expand. So your money the actual physical money part is expand as well. You can kind of play with that game too. Mm, amazing. So for those who are uh, skeptical, did I say that right? Skeptical. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> right? Hang on, it sounded funny coming out of my mouth then. Um, but yeah, skeptical about manifestation and how it actually works. What advice do you have for them? Yeah, so if you, I want you to ask yourself, if that's that person, someone skeptical, I want you to ask yourself, if you can create your life easily, and you don't have to work hard for it, don't you want it? Or if you change your reality, or people or surrounding, like a lot of people complaining about government, climate change, uh, husband, kids, teenager, friends, in-law, you know, like instead of you try to focus on to try to change those things, if you change it, those things is going to change. Don't you want it? Don't you think that's a heap easier because you can do it? And I want to ask that question first. And then if that answer is yes, why don't you try? let's have a fun you know like nothing it's not gonna cost anything you know you don't have to buy anything you just have to change this you already have and you're thinking it anyway you're just choosing a different thought and you choose it once you started to choosing a different thought you attracting different people different situation different reality and your feeling will change and attract more different things it's just quite simple so if someone's skeptical i want you to ask those questions and if that answer is yes play little game like say i want to receive gift by end of the day or something like that like something fun or i do the car park all the time i'm gonna find the car park in the right spot in that spot that person come out straight away. <laughs> and I, I get that all the time. And that sort of fun, just have fun. And they started to doing that. And then you see the evidence of it. So you can kind of like breaking that skeptical little by little that way. Hmm, amazing. And as I mentioned before, as, as myself, as an Ayurveda practitioner, I value obviously a really healthy mindset. And we often go into depth with my clients regarding limiting core beliefs and other aspects of Ayurvedic psychology. But from your own experience, how did a healthy mindset and manifestation help you generally in life? And did you have to work through any limiting core beliefs yourself when you started this process? Because 
it seems like that there's a long road from you know you being crying with postnatal depression to where you are now like it seems a massive transformation and I'm sure that some limiting core beliefs will, would have challenged you along the way days are heaps and it's <laughs> constant <laughs> it's not like or like I, I probably you you heard this many times and a lot of the audience heard this a lot, lot of time. It's the just onion peeling situation, isn't it? Or I, I often say that as a clothes, you cannot take bra off before t-shirts off. You know, you cannot take undies off before pants off situation. You've got to take that one at a time. So it's just kind of never ending transformation. But I... I love that because every time you change the mindset, that will grow as a person, grow as a soul, grow, reality will grow as well. So my biggest one, <clears throat> biggest for money is money has to come from hard working, time consuming, hard working. That was definitely biggest my dream. Um, biggest my mindset about money because I'm coming from Japan you know those are people working till midnight and they miss the last train and stay in a capsule hotel you know that's just normal for them and then so I have to really work on that to now creating the mind the belief of I can make money is in a flow and since then that's that's since I started to believe in the fully concluded believing that I got now time freedom and the money freedom. So another thing was I would nowhere in the world I could start a business because my father had a business whole whole time in his life. He never worked in a corporate. He always kind of very different alternative compared to normal Japanese guy. And uh, he lost his, he bankrupted when he was 60. He lost literally everything. And luckily my mom had that saving money, secret saving money. So they saved that one little tiny apartment. That's where they live now. So just imagine in my head, oh my God, it doesn't matter how many you work hard, how much you work hard, you're going to lose it anyway. So almost this is coming into the fear of success, isn't it? Fear of success, fear of losing the money. So I need to really work on that so I can start the business. So there is constant, and at the moment I'm working on is more believing in myself, not, not so much of the money, but believing in myself and really trusting the process. That's why the quote coming in trusting the process, trusting myself and trusting the universe and trusting the whole thing. And then that's kind of working. So it's a, it's a really constant. Mm, it, did I answer your question? Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. And yes, it, I 100% agree. It's always constant and you get, you get through one limiting core belief or you get through, you know, one challenge that makes you believe that you, you can or you can't do something and then you finally feel like you've mastered that and then a whole new challenge arises <laughs> yes. like the universe is always giving you these things to unpack so that you can evolve and grow and it can be really uncomfortable and really challenging at times yeah. as you said it's like it, it just keeps growing and you as a person keeps growing so mm -hmm. that's yeah you you've done amazing I love your story and and 
what you have done and how much work you've done on yourself. It's really inspiring to see all of that. And so thank you for sharing with us. But that's why I think is that you are doing an amazing job as what you do. I think a lot of people need accountability for that because we already know that's coming. So we kind of like honing into, okay, here you go, that's again. But anyone started as news, wanted to change your mind, they said, I want to be healthy, I want to be incorporating Ayurvedic, so become uh, psychologically healthy and emotionally healthy. And you, they need you. They need you to do taking hands and then tell you, you're okay, this is what it is. And that's why coach or therapist, they're all coming into that part, I believe. Yeah, 100%. And are you able to share with us any experiences that your clients have gone through making the shift with their money mindset or things that they've manifested? Yeah, so one of the clients in Malaysia, she's from the sink, no, Malaysia, Malaysia, and she is a pranic healer, like I'm pranic healer too, and she's a pranic healer, and she is amazing pranic healer. She is really almost she got a very strong psychic skill for that so she can actually see the what's the energy happening in the body and uh, it's amazing but she can't not charge people she constantly doing for free and the more we work on it we notice her worth worthiness of the money and she is just don't have that any receiver place like she is not receiving anything not just the money for a lot of different things. So since we started to working on it, now I give it the process, like, no, I'm not gonna all of a sudden jumps, you know, depend on the, the, the clients. Some clients need a little nudge, some clients need a big push, it's all different. I kind of intuitively choose that, what's the task I give to them. And for her, now she's, started to doing the free healing session quite often maybe quite deep healing especially for pandemic time she was doing a lot of healing work for the um the covid patient <clears throat> that's all did for free and then now through those work she not even looking for the clients paid clients they come to her to say i want to pay you <laughs> please take my money <laughs> and uh, so so that's the I think is the greatest uh uh the result for the money money story definitely that is the one yeah wonderful and so I've got another question I guess if people are listening to this and they're like okay I'm going to start manifesting I'm going to change my money mindset or I'm going to whatever they might want to manifest like a a new partner or a beautiful house or more money or a career they start the process and they start to change their thought patterns and they start to call that into the universe but then they see nothing happening like their situation isn't changing and they're just they feel stuck and that they've tried it what would you say to those people in that place who have tried it before and maybe it hasn't worked or they're just not seeing any results with just calling it in? That's really, really common. And I was there, 100% I was there. That's why I geek deeper, more in a deeper level. So as I said in the beginning, ask, 
and you receive. So those are part I was trying to do, doing affirmation, do the visualization. That's a super surface level of the, the manifestation. You have to really go deep. So anyone is a struggling, like you can easily to manifest a small thing, but it comes to the money or comes to the business, comes to the partner, or comes, comes to the losing weight or health so hard I cannot manifest it you have to go deeper and almost an easy practice you can do find a con find a contrast uh, no contradiction so for example anyone say for example want to have more uh, money but if you have thinking oh yeah I want to have money but I have to work hard is if quietly saying that that's a core belief so kind of like secretly you manifesting not having money because you don't want to work hard. Does it make sense? It's a contrast. Same thing is maybe partner. You wanted to have partner, but con contradiction of I don't want to really spend time all the time with that person. <laughs> I love my freedom. <laughs> you know, that's a contradiction. So you have to really hone into that. Okay, what's the deep place? I really don't want this. You know, what is the fear of not stepping into start a business? What is a real fear not having partner? What is it? You just have to really ask your body. You got all the answer within you. For that, you need to really practice living in the present moment, practice mindfulness. That's why my use and program is a start from that mind, mind, mindfulness practice is the first because without awareness, you can't find anything. So I think I manifested quite good because my awareness is just super strong. Self-awareness is so strong. So that's why I can see. It's, all, it's not always positive. Sometimes I beat myself up for that because I find so much. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the definitely first step you can do. Find a contradiction and be aware of that. Mm, wonderful so you really have to find where that fear is coming from the fear that opposing vibration of why you may be opposing it and you have to really feel deeply into how it would feel to have it and get into that energetic space and I would also say that in my experience I mean you can't just manifest a a big blooming business like you actually have to physically go out there and do this inspired action and talk to people and connect with people like that's part of creating that energy you know serving on that energetic level you don't just sit at home doing your like oh no, yeah shanti shanti <laughs> bring yeah. your wish without <laughs> like yeah or go like oh i'm going to manifest a porsche today and it pops yeah. up on your, you know on your driveway oh, no you have to like you know take think, action yeah take take action but keep that vibration of knowing that it can be yours and feeling it and feeling the right way about it but like you said also notice if there's any fear about that and where that's coming from so there's so much into it rather than just sitting there thinking good thoughts and giving yourself positive affirmations and all of those things it's it's a real process and a, a deep unraveling sort of yeah yeah 100%. yeah beautiful so um I guess for one of our final questions is for those who are struggling to handle their money and finances right now 
and they have listened to this and they feel inspired, but they're still unsure of what action step they can actually do right now. Where could they start? What's their starting point look like? Starting point, starting point, starting point for anyone already knows the manifestation or is that they have no idea? It's kind of depends. If, um, if someone, they have heard of it, but they're not really doing anything. <laughs> doing it. anything. Yeah, definitely first step, probably really clear of what you really want. So that's, we often talk about this, a clarity. It's not just like, I want more money, mm-hmm. but what sort of money do you want? Is that money coming in? Once money coming in, what do? Why do you want money? What what money bring it to you? So this way you started to really deep into the what's money bringing to you. You can connect to the feeling because money itself doesn't make you feel sometimes make you feel negative, right? Depend on the what's the belief or belief is. But once you start to say, I want money to coming in with ease and flow so I can experience the freedom. So I can have the lunch when I, whenever I want. I can go to surf every time I want. Every time wave is good, I don't have to be restricted of the time. And I can stay home mom. That's That was my biggest thing. I wanted to be, I know it's so hard work, stay home mom, but <laughs> some reason I want it and <laughs> I wanted to be stay home mom and then you know stay when kids come home and I want to be home for them that's what I really wanted and um also you know what what the money gonna bring that emotionally bring it to us so you wanted to really hone into that that's definitely the first step then really watch that like like a like a police, like your own police, you watch what you're thinking, what you're saying about money or what you're saying about the things you want. Say, are you saying to friends that, oh, that the speeding bill is just came and then, or uh, I just constantly no, not have money or, you know, are you complaining about money all the time? Then instead of changing that, because in Japan, we have the words called kotodama. Kotodama means language with the soul. So each com- each language you speak, they have the soul, like energy attached to it. So you started to talking good thing about money, good thing about the dream you wanted to have. And they so talking about good thing about yourself so you have to really watch what you thought or how you feel what you believe then going to those limiting belief then finally going to affirmation and visualization so that's that's the first step probably do it's a deep it's a deeper <laughs> but if you're gonna ask me for first step the clarity and watch the thought and be really aware and be in the present moment Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and can, what was that Japanese word? I love that. Kotodama, K-O-T-O-D-A-M-A. So your language has a soul. I love that. Yeah. That is, that's amazing. Isn't that, that is, cool? I love that yeah. concept so much. So thank you for yeah. sharing that as well. 
Um, so, Hori, thank you for sharing everything, your insights, your story with us um, regarding money mindset and manifestation as well. Um, it's been really wonderful having you on the podcast today. And I'm sure everyone listening has got a lot out of this and are going to feel inspired to go live their, their most inspired best life and, and change their vibration and their thoughts and everything like that. Um, but before we say goodbye to you, is there any parting words that you would like to share with our, our listeners? And also, can you share where we can find you? Um, I want you to lead in. Everybody, everybody have um, something in it. What this is, your purpose, your talent, even though you believe in our um, you know, I'm not special. I often used to say that myself too. I'm not special. I don't have any career. I don't have any degree or anything. We all have something in it. So I really want you to encourage, I really want to encourage people to really begin, find out, ignite those things. That's so important. And then almost like be selfish. This is some message I have is be, in a way, be selfish. Spend time for your self-healing and self-transformation. Because when you heal, when you change, everybody's going to change. So that means you can change the world. You can change kids. Instead of you try to figure it out how to change kids or how to change to how to help them to become confident. Why don't you to be confident so you can kind of become one so you attract more of that. So change must start from within you. So be selfish, be selfish for your self-transformation. You know, like maybe you need to spend money for yourself, invest the money for yourself, maybe invest the time for yourself. And don't, don't think that's selfish things to do because a lot of mom, especially to feel that I don't have time. I have, I'm too busy doing kids sports. I'm too busy doing kids stuff. And they're always going for someone else, but take special minute like take half not half the half hour or one hour that or oh, just once a weekend <laughs> doesn't really matter make that time for yourself because once you transform yourself outside will 100% change mm -hmm. and if you need help like a guidance sort of thing so you of course find me on the Instagram Facebook and their website I have exactly just name sahorismism.com and um, also I have a group called Ignite in uh, True Potential. I do free reading, free healing, guided meditation uh, throughout the week. I'm going to do after this do the reading. Um, so if something like need help, I do a lot of free workshop and stuff that's helpful for you. Um, yeah, reach out. Like you can find a link in um Instagram and also website as well or just search it uh, in uh, Facebook. I will put your link in the show notes for Fun. the episode as well so you can click right over there. <laughs> so thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you Harmony for having me. Thank you. Namaste everybody. Thank you. Bye. 
If you missed the intro and jumped straight to the episode, don't forget that my Ayurveda Alchemist program is open for enrollment via application. This program certifies you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach and will help you up-level your health and wellness business. You'll gain access to the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and graduate with a knowledge of how to incorporate this timeless wisdom and holistic framework into your business so that you can create greater impact and boldly step into the high-level practitioner you know you can be. If you are ready to up-level your life and help transform the life of others by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, head over to harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and staying right to the end. Let's take our relationship a little further and connect in the world of socials. Follow me personally on Instagram at harmony.inspired.ayurveda. My women's health clinic on Instagram is harmony underscore inspired underscore health or join our Facebook community, the Ayurvedic Soul Sister Tribe. Reach out on any of those channels and let me know if you enjoyed the episode, what type of episodes you would like to hear more of in the future, or simply just swing by and say hi. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near. Thank you so much, my friends, from my soul to yours.